Enough from the clown. Arcane was the best. Survive a huge hammer being bashed on their head. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so Don't you me, I'm right. <laughs> what is the Rick Boo is this? I have literal powers. Screw you guys, I'm going him. <laughs> Yo, welcome to the show again. This is Unbound. I'm yours as always, Mr. Truth Teller. Uh, as you can see in the uh, nice little hashtag, Pocketville Bookies. Those are not edibles, those are chocolate chip cookies. And yes, Isaac has a, uh, an announcement Michael Parsons has COVID. Dog, that sucks. What, 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 when did they come out? Like just now. Just now. What is while the, the while the intro was playing, the, I got the alert. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't think he's gonna be good. I don't think he's gonna play Sunday. No, I don't think he'll, I'm not worried I don't, about him playing he probably, Sunday. I mean I'm I'm honestly not worried about him playing Sunday considering we're already in the playoffs and we already clinched a division. I'm 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 worried about him for the playoffs. Yeah, he he'll be good for playoffs. That's good. That that's right. I mean, now, it sucks now, COVID. It ain't yeah, the COVID, well, the COVID thing now it, is whether you're vaccinated or not, you're you're only required to uh, quarantine five days now. Well, they put them on the list, so yeah, because I know uh, Carson Wentz was uh, on the COVID list, and we know Carson is not vaccinated, but he uh, well, at least he was honest Sunday. about it. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not Aaron Rodgers, which I mean, let's be let's be honest here. Aaron Rodgers had no obligations to tell us the truth. That's fair. But which I mean, my since we're on it, let's go ahead and get to it. Before we start on it, we on the conversation. We might like, no, here, think of what you said. You said he he wasn't obligated to tell the truth, but he didn't have to lie. I mean, did he, he really? Did he really have to lie? I guess. No, he, I mean, he, he. I mean, Craig didn't either, but you know. We starting off hot already. First episode of the year. Let's go. Let's go. Happy New Year, everybody. By the way, Happy New Year. This is the first episode of Unbounded of 2022. Yep. And as I said back in 2021, when it first dropped, uh, you can clearly read my hashtag. That is this. That is the kind of mindset I'm going into 2022. And I'm going in, in the mindset of Bacchus bookies. Where did? All right, let's get it. Do you? Right, did, do you really want to know where it came from? I was. Yes, let's get into that first. All right, so there is a trash song on uh on the interwebs. I saw it on uh YouTube. It's on SoundCloud. 
I found out about first it. Though, first of all, first of all, before you said trash song, I already said it's on SoundCloud, isn't it? To be fair, I will say that not everybody that puts music on SoundCloud is trash. I found some. some I found some dope stuff on SoundCloud. There is some pretty good stuff. But it's almost like finding a needle in a haystack. Yeah. Or There's finding some good beats a on SoundCloud too. Or finding a hand in the needle stack, whichever one you like. Whichever one tickets your pickle. But uh I hope it's not the need I hope it's not the need the hay in the needle stack. Um well that's SpongeBob and Sandy, but that's I know, but I'm just saying I hope that's not the one that tickles your pickle. <laughs> you said whichever one tickles your pickle. So I hope it's not that one. I mean, whatever I mean, look, I'm not here to judge you. Hey, if, if you like finding hay and needle stacks, power to you. <laughs> if Diamond, like I said, if, that, if that's your if that's what you want to do, you know, a have fun. You know, I hear it's good for acupuncture. I mean, people like death. People like putting themselves in death matches, but you know, that's not my thing. But hey, I like I, if you like it, I love it. That's that that that's the energy I'm going on in 2022. If you like it, I love it. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a trash song that I found through TikTok, and it was, it was like Bacolet Beer Bookies. Those are not edibles. Those are chocolate chip cookies. I just smacked my teacher in the face with a ooga booga booga. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the one I like, keep seeing. Mama. That's the one I keep seeing. Whereas, like when uh, it shows like a disappointed person says, "Hey, when you when your friend trying to make it, try to be a rapper, and y'all never making it out the hood. We making that the hood with this track. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy thing is, he probably made some money off of that garbage." Yeah, that's the sad part. That's the craziest part about it, y'all. That's the sad part. But yeah, those are not edibles. Those are chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, this is one of the first things we're going to be clipping, so let me get myself in the mood. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are here to um, talk about it, man, and uh, I'm going to start it off with this. Enough from the clown. Honestly, Jesus, before you said we're gonna talk about a man, I was gonna say, and his name is Jesus, but you, but you didn't give me enough time. Good thing you didn't say that before I hit the button. <laughs> no, y'all had to go back to church right now. We end this podcast on the dot. Um, but yes, uh, Mister Antonio Brown, I would like you to come up to the front of the congregation. All right, so this man, Antonio Brown. You know what? And just just for the sake of funniness, I should have done this already, but I don't care. Hi, YouTubers that are watching this as separate videos. Um, Antonio, do you have a middle name? I swear, if your middle name is weird, okay, Antonius, Antonius, Antonio Tavares Brown Senior. So this man has a son named Antonio Brown. So Antonio Tavares Brown Sr. Uh rage quit. He rage quit on uh Sunday afternoon. Which is weird because they won that game barely, which is that's that's hilarious. I mean, let's let's be real here. The Jets have been playing some really solid football over the last few weeks. I know, but it's I think still, Robert, it's I think Robert Silas started to really start to get the team where he wants to. And I think that they're gonna be a very dangerous team. In the next season, with them having a possible two top ten picks, because I don't think it's, the Seahawks. I know I said it last week. I don't care, but the Seahawks are not winning this week. But it's that's still the topic funny. Here. 
it is, oh, yeah, it is still hilarious. funny. The Jets almost beating the Bucks. So the thing is, uh, according to Bruce Arians, Antonio Brown was told to get back in the game, but he complained that he was injured. Twice. 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 So he said no. Bruce Arians said, all right, get out. Deuces. So the, his teammates were trying to convince him to stay, and he just took his jersey off, took his shirt off, took his little, took his little uh, compression shirt off, threw it in the crowd. May I remind you, we are in New Jersey in January. At my, at that it's January, New Jersey, so you already know it's not hot. And so he's out there shirtless, running and doing jumping jacks in the end zone and, and chucking up the deuces. He also never left New Jersey, by the way. They showed him. Yeah, at, he, he was, was in the Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah, he no, was he at the Barclays right after that. He went, to, he went to Brooklyn right after that to go watch some basketball. Yeah, he. there was a video. A guy had a video of him in the Uber. His Uber driver took a video of him in the car. And then they had him a sideline. He went like, on Twitter not too, long, not too long after the game trying to promote his trash music. So, I mean, music? I'd rather listen to Bachelor Bill Bookies than listen to his music. He has music? Yes, he's a rapper. Where have you been? I have been... Should, should, I have, uh, I've been watching Arcane. That's what I've been doing. I'm going to leave this up for a few weeks. I'm going uh, to see if I should torture Isaac. How are you going to torture me? Uh, we're, we're supposed to be going to a wrestling show in, in February, right? I'm pretty sure we're not driving separate vehicles. And I'm probably gonna be the one to drive. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> oh, no. I will torture I, you with AV music if, if we need if we need to. Can you not? I just think I, I won't torture you. I, I'll let you torture yourself. Whenever you feel like torturing yourself, I, I I'll sing you the AV music. Don't listen to more than one at a time. Well, no, because I already kind of tortured myself today because I found myself, uh, somebody showed me a video of the rap game which, that showed Jermaine Dupree had where he was trying to create star rap stars out of Yo, like... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Mulatto was in one of the... I think Mulatto yeah, was in uh, season yeah, one. Yeah, but then I watched like a recent episode and I was like, what are we doing? Matter of fact, I was watching. Uh, we started watching that. Uh, my brother, I took my brother to the uh, our loctician to get his uh, reach wisdom one day, and we just sat and watched it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say a loctician? Loctician, yeah. Is that is that the same thing as a mixologist, but for hair? Yeah, basically for locks. But back to the topic here. We're getting off. Of it. We're getting off on here. So after the game, Bruce Arians says that Antonio Brown is gone. What's happening? So he says Antonio Brown is gone, which is hilarious because evidently now his name is still on the roster. <laughs> now, why? I think I have a good reason. So I think I'm thinking what it is. He's going to be inactive, but still on the roster for the reason of they don't want anybody getting him. And then, nobody wants him. <laughs> like, I mean, like, no. but but that is safe to sorry, correct? Uh, fair, that that is safe I to guess. sorry. 
Because let's just say that the Cowboys. Now, I know what you're going to say on me, so don't just hold your thought, because I know that you're looking like, why would we do that? To but you got to remember, it's the Cowboys. Okay. And do I need to remind you Greg Hardy exists? Nope. <laughs> so... I was gonna the say cow- the Cowboys are notorious for bringing about to say in that guys was before like we found out he had domestic violence issues, but no, it was after. it wasn't. It was that, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I, that was before we found out he had those issues, and I was gonna say actually, it's before I found out he had those issues. I was gonna say Terrell Owens, but uh, he's already chewed somebody out on the Twitter because somebody tried to compare him to AB. I was like, oh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp was getting on. Was I think Shannon Sharp got on Skip because he said that. Because he said that, so I have well, hey, to right, no, don't quote me. Uh, don't quote me that he was getting on skip. But Shannon Sharp did bring it up on undisputed that there's no comparison. There's no comparison. There really isn't. To the worst thing you can say about To is his attitude may have not been what you the model receiver or whatever. But He's he a prima up. donna. Oh my gosh! But he showed show up. me and show me any time where To had any uh, sexual assault allegations. Show me where it's show me where Terrell Owens walked out halfway through a game. I don't know two players that have walked out of the team in the half, during halftime. I think it was a guy on the Bills. Vontae Davis. Yeah, the Bills. No, he was the uh, Dolphins. Oh. I don't know why I thought that was the Bills. It was the Dolphins. Yeah, but I do remember that, yeah. So only two guys have ever done that. I've never seen T.O. bounce from one team and then call his call his GM a cracker and then get himself released and then sh- make a video of him being released. Oh, they almost get hold into on, it. Hold on, hold on, because I disagree with this one too. No, he's not, because Chad Johnson's never done this stuff either. No, Chad Johnson, no, no. If anything... There, Ch- there is no receiver that I can think of right now that is this bad. No, he's no Ray Caruth. I'm not going to go that far. AB is in a league of his own. Uh, Chad Johnson, first of all, Chad Johnson was never even that... He didn't Chad have... Johnson and T.O. is about in the same boat. Exactly. Seriously. They're they just both very showed cocky. up. Like, for example, shout out to Chad. I don't think people forget about this. Shout out to Chad Johnson being the, well, except for T.J. Hushmanzada at certain points. Who's your mama? <laughs> shout out to Chad Johnson being consistent and playing at the level he did on the Bengals when they weren't that great. Yeah. Like, I don't think we give him enough credit for that. Really we'll don't. get to the bangers in a little bit because I'm happy. I'm just saying, we here. don't give we do not give Chad Johnson credit enough for being oh, no. on the Bengals when at a time when the Bengals when it wasn't good to be on the Bengals. I mean, it has been good to be on the Bengals since the last time they lost. Boom, put this way, it, let's just say it's been a while. It's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. while. We've been we weren't born yet, yeah. Like, I don't think they what's that, dude. This is, it hasn't been a good to be a Bengals fan since the Iggy Shuffle. Exactly. The Iggy Shuffle, yeah. The Iggy that, Shuffle. It's been, it's been that long, dog. Yeah. But here's my issue. So, I want to say Antonio Brown. Because I saw a lot of people trying to make excuses for him. And I, and I kind of said a lot of this on Facebook. So, evidently, let me see if I can. So, he needed, I believe it was eight catches. If he would have got eight more catches... He would have got a uh, bonus of $333,000. I believe it was 55 yards. Another bonus of 
$333,000. And wait for it, one touchdown, one more touchdown would have gave him another bonus of $333,000. What does all that money add up to? $999 million? Uh, approximately a million dollars. <laughs> I my, I, my, I'm a approximately a million. He so basically, this idiot left another million dollars on the table. What is it? What, what wait, what, what does this remind me of? What does this remind me of? Oh, that time that he walked, that time when he signed that big contract with the Raiders and FOMO that bad too. So, it's two things that I've noticed about AB he, he doesn't like paying people. He loves fumbling bags. I heard somebody say this <laughs> that I saw this on Twitter and it kind of makes sense. He really hasn't been the same since he got the hit from Vontae Burfitt. Oh, I've been saying it the whole time. That hit from Vontae's Burfitt really turned him over. And I got one guy that this that will say that he that it really he's really just showing who he really is now and it's not anything new, which could be the case. But it's just crazy how that thing really just hit downward spiral of AB. And clearly we're going to get – I don't know if they're going to do another season of the dark side of football, but he has a whole episode for himself. I also saw – I also heard this. I was listening to this this morning. Uh, shout out to the Bomani Jones podcast. I love their podcast. To the right time with Bomani Jones. He said, one thing we need to do is – and they're not going to do this because of who he is, not Antonio Brown. Who brought him back in the league? Who brought him to the Bucks? Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, Tom Brady. He's not the first one I heard say that because it's funny because I was listening to a YouTube show and they were talking about somebody else who said it. Yeah, and it wasn't Tom Brady. it wasn't Bomani Jones. Tom Brady. Tom Brady did. And the way comparison he made was so good. Tom Brady did for AB what you would do when you're trying to get your homeboy a job at your or your workplace. Which I mean, it's respectable. It is no, it's respectable. I, I give him that. It's not. There's it, it's a the, the concept is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I highly respect what Tom Brady was trying to do for AB, but the fact it didn't work out. And it's it, going to be it, it, you're looking sideways at Brady now. The fact that it turned it, it this went this went so south so fast. <laughs> it went south so fast because everything seemed to be going so well. He, he they brought him in last year. You didn't hear people out of AB. He was out there producing, which I mean, AB I mean, produces when he's on the field. Let's let's be real. They got him. A Nobody's going to deny the talent of Antonio Brown. Nobody. And so last year, all you saw was a when you saw AB's name, you just saw him producing. And again, yeah. you brought they brought him back this year. And for the first half of the season, it was like, okay, AB's out here doing his thing. He's on the field, great. Then and the then COVID it comes out the COVID vaccination issue, which I'm going to get back on again because this rocket raccoon doesn't care what anybody says anymore. I was right, you were wrong once again. Antonio Brown. Back, and this goes back to these uh, bonuses situation. So everybody's saying that, oh, you have people saying that, oh, the Buccaneers didn't want to allow him to get these milestones. And so I say, 
all three of those milestones could have been easily attained if he did not give give a fake COVID vaccine card. This man took three games that, again, he did not appeal. Let, let, let's keep that in mind, that he did not appeal those uh, that suspension, right? It's almost like he didn't want to play. It's almost like he knew that he was wrong. Hmm. Imagine trying to make excuses for a person that's taking accountability for themselves. I just want I just want to throw that out there. You're trying to make excuses for a man, a clown at that, but a man who's taking accountability for his actions. Yeah, put that just put that clown paint on your face real quick. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, it's just it's wow. I, I just I just want to paint that picture for you. What do you mean? And the whole thing is those three you know, days he could have got the whole matches. point. Is it the whole point of that for him with somebody somebody is in that position when they do something wrong, you want them to take accountability, right? And I mean they were holding they were holding him accountable until they didn't. Because remember, it was one mistake and you're out of here. Right. And what I, I told you after that Saints game, the only reason I feel like he's still there is because Godwin got injured. Godwin doesn't get he hurt. Did say that. Godwin did, if Godwin never got hurt, he's gone. I wholeheartedly believe that. But Godwin gets hurt. Now Tom Brady says, hmm, I need A B now. Because now you have that had by the way, that had to be all Tom Brady, by the way. No, it's been Tom Brady for jump. Like that's what I'm saying. That's why in like I said, it's, what it's Tom Brady Tom did Brady for this in dude, the front office. What Tom Brady did for this dude was really respectable. You know, you want to give a guy, you know, try and show people the bright side of this guy. But when it backfires, and like I said, no one's gonna do this because it's Tom Brady. And you also gotta remember. Tom Brady has been statistically the best quarterback that's ever played under uh BA system. Look at every other quarterback that's played under his system. Ben Roethlisberger, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I want to say even I, I don't know, but I think I don't think Peyton did, but but you see you see the point. Yeah. All these other people had high pick interception uh numbers. Brady's was not that high. No, he never saw him go 30 for 30. And so that has a lot to do with it as well. I mean, a lot a lot of what you saw at the second half of last season into the Super Bowl was a lot of the stuff that Tom Brady knew worked, stuff that he had been doing in New England. He brought some of that Belichick in with him to Tampa Bay, and it worked. So, yeah, Tom Brady's going to have a lot of pool. No doubt that that's the guy that you know that you're going to need if you're going to win the Super Bowl. So you don't want to do what the Patriots did to him his last season. They took a B from him and you saw how that changed everything from that week on. So they tried everything they could. Granted, again, a B still on the team. Where that goes from here, I don't know, but I don't see, I don't expect to see a B suiting up or on the field again for the remainder of the season. I think he's going to be inactive. 
But again, this is another situation of a guy that's been given multiple chances because of the fact that he's just a ridiculously talented individual and he just couldn't handle it. I don't know what else to say about it, though. I don't, I, I have nothing else except to say that I hope he gets, if it is, it probably is. I hope he gets whatever help he needs for real. Oh, yeah. That's all, that's all I can say about it. Let's move some more. Let's move. All right. So now, with that being said, I want to get to this next uh, issue. If you want to Alabama is going to play Georgia issue? in the national title game. We'll, we'll get to that issue. in a minute. We'll get to all that right. in a minute. Still but I want to get to, I want to get to this. So, it's I believe it was uh, New Year's Eve. Yes, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve in the afternoon. Big Swole has her uh, little talk, her little talk thing she does. And so the conversation led to uh, a lot of the reasons of why she decided not to resign on AEW. And she actually, before we start, I do need to say that she did a lot of praising Tony Khan, which never came out from the people that were trying to throw dirt on her, they tried to make it seem like she was just the bitterness of her. And I need to say this right now. For the majority of the time I'm talking about this, race would not be a focal point in my my conversation. And I'm going to make a lot of sense out of everything without using race. Watch. So she says that uh, she claims that in her, her opinion... Mm-hmm. And this is from her perspective again. So, again, perspective is the thing that people need to understand. Your perspective is not my perspective. My perspective is not yours. So she says that a lot of her reasons is that uh, representation was not what she believed it should have been. And we've seen a lot of people make that statement. We've seen, I've said it a few times, based on, and I used it based on what they have put out. So when I was talking about representation, I'm looking at it as, you said this. Where is it at? I read articles on how people were touting that you were going head to head on WWE in the terms in, in the terms of representation. At this point, right now, WWE is killing y'all. Impact's been killing them. Oh, I haven't mean, I mean, got Impact. Impact's killing all of them. <laughs> Let's be real. But WWE is killing y'all in, in that category, objectively and subjectively. But. With that, she was saying that, and then the women aren't getting getting enough time. Which, I mean, that's been another thing a lot of people been saying. One match a week really isn't doing much for for that demographic that wants that. And so, that breaks out. All the dirt sheets are uh, reporting about it. And uh, I call him the most sensitive billionaire, which I'm going to have to take that back. Because I had a lot of quote tweets. Uh, shout out to Kiki. She immediately got me. So she was like, so Kanye doesn't exist? So I was like, dang, you got me good. So shout out to her because she got on me real quick. So, But uh, he's one of them. Because then somebody else brought up 45. I was like, dang. Y'all got me real good with these. He, yeah, he is they, super they sensitive. They got me good. 45 but, is super sensitive. Yeah, so this is what Tony Khan says. As you see, Fight for Wall wrote out, Big Swole explains how lack of diversity and structure led to her leaving. So here's Tony Khan. 
The top two AEW executives are Brown, me, and Mega, which I didn't know who Mega was until like 24 hours ago. Uh, Jade, Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn all won on TV this month. The CBS tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Hashtag AEW Rampage Street Fight tonight. I will say this. <laughs> I'm going to say this. From what I see, that street fight was good. I'm not, it wasn't my thing. I, I'm, I ain't gonna I'm just saying, from what I've seen, that street fight was good. Like, I mean, it was, I, saw a it lot was of, pretty... I saw a lot of positivity about it, so I, I, yeah, I will so... I will take my hat to that. But here's my issue. He didn't again, even throw that last part in there. Again, race, not talking about right now. I want to focus on that last sentence. He didn't need to throw that in there. Not, not, not the advertisement of the street fight. Which was good. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Well, Tony Khan, explain this. Swole's a great wrestler. She's got a great personality. I think in the ring, she's gotten better and she can continue to get better. She had risen up. She had a great record in 2020 and reached the top contender at one point. She got a title shot. She didn't beat Sheeta, but she had a great match. And she's had a lot of great matches. I really like Swole. That match against Sheeta was really good. But... But hold on, hold on. But at the same time, you just told me that Isla Swole's contract expires. I felt she wasn't her wrestling wasn't good enough. Now, here's my thing, because I am I'm a I'm a stickler on words mattering. Words mean something. So I tell the kids all the time: good, better, best. Never being good, rest. being good, being good is is not really it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, you're like I'm a good I'm a good piano player. But I be watching some great players, and I'm like, dog, I wish I could do that. I'm good. They're great. And that's that's how I see it. I'm good to where I can I can hang in there and play just about anything that I hear. And I could go to a church and listen to somebody sing and catch up with them and 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 keep keep with them. But these guys, they're great. What about a baritone player? What about you? Where are I'm, you I'm, 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 I was I was decent. I, I, I wouldn't say I was good. I was decent. Chevy would uh, kill me on that thing, boy. I tell you, Chevy had me eating my lunch on a regular. But back to this. So you kept using the word great. Going back to, going back to this, he used the word great. Great. He did. Hang two, on. He used it precisely. One, two. two Three, four. I see four, right? Yeah. Wait, no, five. One. She's a great wrestler. Great personality. Great personality. Had a great record. Great record. Great match. And great a lot match, of great, and great, great, great matches. matches. Five times you used the word great. Five times. Five times. Five. Five. Times. Five, five. Three ain't enough, man. I need five. <laughs> you Not like Big E. <laughs> you said it five times. Word to Big E. Five. So you said she's a great, she used the word great five times, but less than a year later, she's not good enough. Great, not good enough. You see, you see the issue here.
You know what it sounds like? And this is going to get very graphic. You, you, all right, just put yourself in a relationship with a girl. Y'all doing the dude just about every other every other day. You just laying up. You, you know, you know, you catch my drift. Yes, yes. And she is enjoying every second of it. Yes. Y'all break up. You say, well, things just didn't work out the way I thought it was supposed to. Blah, 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 blah. And she comes back and says, I love you because your sex wasn't good enough. That's that's the that's that's what I'm getting from this. On that kind of level, it's saying that oh, I had all the praises to sing about you while you were under my contract, but as soon as you're no longer under my contract and I'm not paying you anymore, yeah, you just wasn't good enough. That that doesn't add up to me, and I'm not surprised because. Again, I've been seeing this with Tony Khan. Yes, we said that Tony Khan is a big cheerleader for what he does. I can't fault him for it. I, I respect the man for it. But at the same time, I've been all, I've also said that Tony Khan is a fan with financial backing. Tony Khan is no different than you and me other than the fact that he just got a bunch of money from his father. He you'd be doing this, you'd probably be in the same boat right now as Shaw Khan was your son, your dad. You'd probably do the same thing right now. Have a wrestling company. So for him to well, do I mean, that, well, yeah, well, consider, well, I probably, yeah, I probably run it a little bit differently. But I mean, for, but, for just from the basis, you would just run a wrestling company. I'm not talking yeah. about the ins and outs of how the company is ran. Yeah. yeah. But you would just run a company, and and the way Tony Khan is acting when he's getting this criticism is the same way I expect any other internet nerd on the on the IWC to act. So I'm not surprised when Tony Khan comes out here with this foolishness when uh, he had it back and forth with uh, Girl on Cinema when he was asked that question at one of the uh, media scrums about the uh, about having more more than one women's match when Fox News put their article about how their numbers were dropping, which was a factual article, and he got he got defensive over it. He goes he and I said on Facebook. He should go ahead and play for the for the scene because he plays better defense than anybody that he has on the scene. Maybe they would have dropped. Maybe they would allow fifty points if he was playing. De- if he was playing defense, maybe they would allow forty three. Because clearly they weren't playing defense Sunday. He was playing defense on Friday, and every other day that he gets any kind of criticism that. Hits the media big. And I'm like, dude, I understand that you were in tune with what is being said on the internet. It's a good, it's a good thing. And also it can be a bad thing. And now it's certain things like that is where I can understand why Vince isn't active on social media. Yeah, he has social media, but I can I can about guarantee you he's not posting anything. He has somebody posting it for him. Has, have you ever seen Vince care about what people say about him on the internet? No. People say all the time, oh, I can't wait till Vince is dead. And I would, and Vince will probably say to you right now, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? That's a good Yeah. Because Vince doesn't care what some internet person says 
People, and here's the thing, because this is my issue. Because there were people going after Swole like it, like she was dogging AEW. Like they were literally going in on her. Like people were calling her the N-word and all these and Hardy are at that. And just all these things. But weren't a lot of these people cheering on CM Punk when he was on Cocabana's podcast? Weren't they cheering on John Moss when he was on Talk is Jericho? Weren't they cheering on Brody Lee when he's on Talk is Jericho? When all these other ex WWE guys are doing shoot interviews on why they left WWE, it's always a great thing. Matter of fact, people are waiting on Bray Wyatt right now to do an interview. Why? Because they want they want him to talk trash on WWE. When Bray Wyatt finally does his shoot interview, you know it's gonna be one of the most listened to interviews of 2022. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. But when somebody leaves AEW and doesn't even talk trash on the company, she gets some she gets some valid constructive criticism, and then says a, a lot of great things about how Tony Khan is a great person, how he just loves the rest loves wrestling. It's a problem. Like that stuff doesn't make sense to me. Now I, I can understand if you don't if you. Truly believe that Swole is not a good wrestler. I, I see. I've seen people that would be consistent with that even before she had left. And said, "I don't like Swole." I'm like, "Cool." I mean, wrestling is subjective. But at the same time, I will say that you say, like Tony Khan said, "Oh, I let her go because she's not good enough." But then there's a lot of people that still on your contract right now that aren't better than Swole. Tim Thatcher got in released. the ring. Yeah, Tim Thatcher. Uh, uh, Danny Birch and uh, Hotchman, along with Regal and a bunch of others. And who? Regal. No, before that. Uh, Hotchman. Who? Hideki Suzuki. Uh, Diamond Mine. What the? The Diamond Mine coach. You remember what I was saying about rebuilding? No, no, no. That's not. That's that's not why I did that. I'm like, cause I did. <laughs> Because I know he just got there last year. This is this is the rebuilding thing where a lot of a lot of moves just don't make sense. I I I don't think you've ever really had to deal with a rebuild for your team. Have you ever had to deal with the Cowboys truly rebuilding? The Cowboys? Yeah. Yes. When? Yes. Vinny Verde. Drew Bledsoe. So it, it's, it's been a while. Quincy Carter. Like it's, yes. It's, but even even. But it's been a while for you. It's only well, been since two thousand. It's only been since I, like I'm, I'm, co I'm coherent enough to remember it. So I'm gonna show. I'm gonna put it from my perspective. So two thousand nine, two thousand eight season was the last season the Seahawks made the Super Bowl. The two thousand nine season we went three and thirteen. No, 2009 season was uh, the year that we had Jim Moore. I believe it was either Holmgren or Moore that brought in TJ Hushmanzada. The next season, Jim Moore is fired and they bring in Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll has TJ Hushmanzada on his team. He signs Mike Williams. And this is the Mike Williams that was a draft bus from USC. Just before you even think hindsight, who was the guy that you were going to keep on your team? 
Mike Williams, the draft bust, or TJ Hushrazada? Is this post Cincinnati? This is post. I mean, he was still solid. I'm saying, was he? Did he already? Was he at Cincinnati? The no, whole this time? is after Cincinnati. Oh yeah, then Hushrazada. We cut him. We cut CJ Hushmanzada and kept Mike Williams. I was heated. It was a lot of other. It was a lot of other moves that just didn't make any sense. So again, this is the year that we went seven and nine, won the division, and beat the Saints. We brought in Marshawn Lynch. I didn't like that move first. I thought <laughs> until, he, until he did. Yeah, I didn't, so I didn't like it at first because I was like, we had Justin Forsett right here. Why don't we just use Justin Forsett, who who has been really solid? But Marshawn Lynch did they get Marshawn Lynch. We keep Mike Williams, cut TJ Hushmanzada, bring in Charlie Whitehurst. We win the division, beat the Saints, the suit the Super Bowl champion Saints in that. Marshawn Lynch has the greatest Seahawks player in history. The next year, we go 7-9 with a banged-up uh, Savaris Jackson, rest in peace. And then, lo and behold, the 2012 draft happens. And a lot of picks. You, the first pick we had was Bruce uh, Irvin. Matter of fact, that entire draft. You know, we had one of the worst grades coming out of that draft. Even with Russell Wilson? They said Russell Wilson would never be uh, a starting caliber quarterback. <laughs> they said Bobby Wagner was too small. <laughs> they hated the fact that we picked up Bruce. They thought Bruce Irvin should have never picked up. They were scrutinized heavily for that 2012 draft. Nobody thought Richard Sherman was going to be Richard Sherman. Earl Thomas, they knew. I think uh, Cam Chance was a late pick. Put all that together. 2012 happens, we win the division. No, we, no. Yeah, we do. We win the division. 2013 happens. No, no, did we, yeah, did we win the division in 2012? No, we did not. We didn't win the division in 2012. We, we clipped the wild card because we had to go to Washington. Because what the the the, uh, the the former Redskins won the division that year, and we had to play there. That was when uh, RG three was there, and we beat them. 2013 happens, and we all know what happens in 2013. We run the table. Goes to Super Bowl 43-8. And this is all after a rebuild of decisions that people just don't like. Is all right. Back to this. It's not like I don't like them. I'm I'm like, what was the point? Of- I know that 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 was my that was my whole thought too in, in this rebuild. That's why I'm bringing this whole rebuild thing up. And I know I know it's like a whole rant, but Rebuilds all don't all the time make sense. But here's the other thing that kind of gets me too. Like, I'm not even watching it. It's just that I know these guys. I watched them. I in particular, I watched Suzuki and Thatcher cut it up at Bloodsport, the one in um in New York when we were at WrestleCon. When Akini and I were at WrestleCon, they were at Blood. No, we didn't go. I wish I went to Bloodsport. They competed against each other at Bloodsport, wow. you know. So I know what they can do. Well, here's the thing. So again, I mean, you, Thatcher you know was in like... ring camp with Walter, for God's sake. 
Well, now Thatcher has a chance to be a blood sport. Uh, maybe we get Thatcher as a cross. Maybe. I mean, I I'll like take it. it. I'll take it. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. No, I'll take it. I'll take Thatcher. I'll take Thatcher and cross. I mean, this the thing is, these guys are gonna find work. No, oh, yeah, it. easily. Regal's gonna Regal's probably gonna get hit by Tony Khan within the next few days anyway. Uh, Brian James, he'll probably go to AEW, hang out with his with his old New Age Outlaw friend. Yes. I know a lot of people don't really care for Brian James. And then his brother was also released. Scott Armstrong. Scott Armstrong was released. I, For those who don't know, he was the referee that was uh, t- had a big role in quite a bit of uh, scandalous things for the authority. I hate he- how he counts. I hate how he counts. Oh, Lord. What, the word is he's 65 and in ring shape. I hate. He- you, know how, you know what I mean when I say yeah, how he I, counts. Yeah, I, right? I know what you mean. I hate it. I hate it. It makes me miss Kyoto more and more. Well, here's the although thing. the best counter I think was Charles Robinson because his yeah. count was the same. My favorite, actually, overall referee is actually Red Shoes for obvious reasons because yeah. his count is literally the same the entire match. It does Definitely. not change. But here's you my know? thing. With, here's my thing with NXT Cups, man. I saw it coming. And I said this this is the basically one of the final steps to the complete rebuild of NXT. NXT last night was amazing. I I Carme- heard I heard I heard what happened. Carmelo is set. They so, have a lot of future stars, whether 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 it's not in re- WWE in wrestling. Trick Williams. I know he played in Hampton and everything, blah, 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 is probably one of my favorite young wrestlers out right now. So are they going to make a new belt, or is he just going to carry around both? I think he's just going to carry around the uh, North American title. I think they're officially doing away the Cruiserweight title. (sighs) Okay. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. No, you're 100% right. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to blame them when a lot of times, even when they tried to put care in it, the fans just didn't care. You saw when we went to when we went to SmackDown in 2019, how many people dipped? A lot. So many people dipped that we moved up. A lot. It was, it was a lot. And and this is when they were putting on amazing matches. <coughs> I went in uh 20 in Halloween of 2017. About fit, about sixty percent of the people already dipped off by the time the main event happened, and they're not going to put any care into something that they don't that they see the fans don't care about. I mean, fair, I'm just which I mean, to be honest with you, it's kind of hard to blame them, and it's kind of hard again. It's also kind of hard to keep a division there when you got guys like Finn Balor that's fighting in the main event scene as well. Well, it also helps that you didn't cut like half the people who were on your brand. Just saying. Yeah. So, I mean, they did. Which I mean, they, they still had. It's crazy because they still have a lot of guys that fit in that in that two or five exactly, range. Exactly, but they're not putting them. Well, they're showing there, but they're not. They're showcasing them in there. I'm kind of disappointed in uh, Draco's uh, match. 
but I, Honestly, I think it'd be fun. I'm just waiting for the next control your narrative and the next blood sport. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I'm. St- hey, look, I still, I, I personally enjoy NXT more than I enjoy just about any other wrestling show right now. And Braun Breaker is amazing, by the way. Hard to Kill is going to be good this weekend, by the way. Is that uh, is that P- is that PPV? Yeah, that's PPV. Speaking of PPV, WWE is no longer using the word pay per view. They're now going by the term of uh, premium premium live event. Which I like. Because if you think about it, they're not doing pay-per-views. They are literally premium live events. You have, you have a premium subscription to watch WWE and they're live. Of all these terms that Vince McMahon so-called created, this is probably the best one he's done so far. It, it, it makes perfect sense. Which, while I'm on it, that was a really good show as well. What, great job opening up uh, 2022. Uh, tag team matches both delivered. Uh, Wait, which show? Uh, day one. Oh, yeah. Both, uh, both tag matches delivered. Even the match that I thought was going to be trash was good. I that was Drew McIntyre versus uh, Riddy Moss. <laughs> Riddy Moss. <laughs> what was I doing? Uh, oh, yeah. I was watching... Uh... GC, I watch GCW, yeah. which I woke up late for. But uh, Riddick Moss, he put on his best match of his career. So big ups to Riddy Moe. Uh, I know I know this was got a lot of mixed reactions, but for me, I liked it, especially after what happened on uh, Monday night. Brock Lesnar is your new uh, world champion. I mean, I'll take, I'll take Lashley and Brock. I'll take it. And that was exactly... Because I was like, wait, they're doing... Because I kind of figured it was going to happen. Because my my first sign was the fact that Brock Lesnar got absolutely no offense on Bobby Lashley. Lashley was working Lesnar the entire night, that entire six-minute match. And then Biggie got in the way and lost. And so after the match, you kind of saw this stare down between Brock and Lashley. Because I, I was like, oh, shoot. They're about to give us this. And that's been the one thing that Lashley's wanted since coming back to WWE. And it, above everything else, he's wanted this match with Lesnar. He's getting it now. He uh, won the match on Monday Night Raw to get the match, which was another really good match. There, so, so WWE's that's already Rumble, putting on right? some solid... Huh? That's happening that's in Rumble. All right. Which I expect the Rumble to get some more ticket sales now. They were at, uh, they were just under 30,000 uh, prior to this week. Um. Yeah, that GCW show was good. I mean, if that's your thing, uh, Jeff Jarrett returned. Yeah, I saw that Jeff Jarrett returned. Scotty Hardy was out there, and uh, Homicide is going to fight John Moxley at that show they're doing at Hammerstein. Ooh. That's going to be the main. I'm event. hearing that Moxley may be coming back tonight. We'll see. Speaking of which, I need to go ahead and set up my uh my uh other shadow on my uh. TV because I don't. Um, it's not coming on CEC tonight. Also, so, uh, so Russell Kingdom for the last two nights. Uh, I heard. So I don't know how you thought about it, but I somebody I heard on TikTok said that the match between Ishii and Evil wasn't good. 
I all right, here's what I did. I skimmed through everything. Honestly, I skimmed through everything I didn't care about. Okay. Yeah. Everything I didn't care about, I skimmed through. I just saw the result of it. So I know on night two, the guys from Noah showed up. Like every pretty yeah, much everybody, that. everybody that's competing on January 8th. Uh, which is also on pay-per-view if you want to watch it live in English on pay-per-view. Um, it's not, it's going to be on New Japan World later in English, but it's not going to be live on New Japan World. Uh, well, not in English anyway. Um, yeah, the Noah guy showed up. Uh, and the match, the card is all tag matches, so I figured... If Marafuji's not fighting, if Kota uh, Ibushi's not fighting Naramichi Marafuji one on one, I I'm not gonna watch it. Oh, so it's all tag matches. Yeah. It's all tag matches. I think the big one is Okada and Tanahashi versus Kaito Kiyomiya and Keiji Muto. I think that's the that's supposed to be the headliner. Okay, but like everyone, I don't even think. I think Nakajima, uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima, who's the who's a Noah world the world champion at Noah, I think he's fighting. No, he is. He's fighting. I think he's fighting. Him and his faction are fighting. Um they're fighting Shingo and LIJ. But um, so the results for Wrestle Kingdom, both the matches were good. Um like I said, I didn't care for. I know Evil is the new Never Openweight Champion. Yoshihashi and Haruki Goto are the new tag champs. They beat uh, they beat Zack Saber Jr. and Taichi. <coughs> um, uh, what else happened? El Desperado beat Hiromu to retain his uh, his junior heavyweight championship, which I did not expect. Uh, that was great. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give the highlights. Uh, her uh, Minoru Suzuki, the is the new king of pro wrestling because what they do is they have this little trophy. New Japan has this like little trophy that for king that means this person is the king of pro wrestling for 2022. So the king is the king, and he has to defend it at certain points, I guess. But I figure it's Minoru Suzuki. Who, who's gonna beat him for that thing? But whatever. Uh, Katsuyoshi Bata returned, and he fought uh, Ren Narita, who's a young lion. Well, he's not a young lion. Well, he is a young lion. He hasn't gone on an excursion yet. So he's a he's a young lion in the LA dojo where Shibata is like the head teacher there, and uh, pretty good match. Pretty good match. Um, I expected we expect to see more of Shibata later. Um, main event time. Oh, um, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask are still junior tag champs. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Evil Show and Yujiro Takahashi are still six man tag champs. Uh, Tanahashi is the new U.S. champ after beating Kenta in a no-DQ match, which is pretty, pretty, pretty hardcore for a no-DQ match in Japan. Uh, and then uh, Okada is the man. 
I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, yeah. You should probably answer your questions as to who won the main events. Okada oh, won yeah. both main events. He won the title from Shingo. So there were so the OG's bet? Yeah. No, Good. no. I wish. Uh, so first night he walks out with the belt because the belt was the briefcase. He created around the belt instead of the briefcase. Because you know how previous years they have the briefcase. This year he wanted a belt instead of the briefcase. And he, and he said... Him carrying the belt as like a was like a send off to the belt to as an introduction to the new belt, which means that's probably we're stuck with it. As much as I hate it, we're stuck with it. I don't think I don't think many people care for that belt. I don't. I, I love New Japan and I love Okada Champion, but I don't care for that belt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's. But yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. Both match, he defeated Shingo in the first night, and then he beat Osprey in the second night. Uh, I watched that earlier before we caught on, and I, that match was good. Long as typical WrestleMania event, Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom main event is, but worth it. It was long but worth it. So I'm just saying, Okada's the man. Oh okay? yeah, I love Kota Ibushi, but Okada. He's special, man. Oh yeah, no, no, no debate here. <laughs> like he's 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 good. He's so good. He's so good at that. Like he's so good at what he does. You know, wrestling in main events as champion. There's nobody. I thought Osprey was gonna beat him for real, but then just like I thought Kenny Omega was gonna beat him the first time when they first fought, I thought Omega might have it. But then I thought, oh wow, he pulled it out after wrestling over thirty minutes the night before. So I mean, it he's is the man. What it is. All right, I want to get to some football, uh, NFL, and then we'll I'll let you talk about how bad those games were on uh, New Year's Eve. They were garbage. All right, so I want, I'm only going to talk about the games that matter. There's some games in this uh, list that really don't matter at all. So. The Seahawks and the Cardinals, yes, it matters. And no, it's not because I'm a Seahawks fan. It's actually because the fact that the uh, Cardinals need to win this game to have a chance at uh, winning the division. They need to win, and the 49ers need to uh, win as well for the Cardinals to uh, win the division. I think the Cardinals will do their part. I saw the 49ers can get in if the Saints lose. Yeah. If the- which I'm going I'm I'm to get to all the scenarios in a second because okay. I got the scenarios. So I got the Cardinals winning that one. I'm guessing you're probably going to Cardinals too. Will they get the 49ers in the playoffs? No, the 49ers have to win. Oh, is that it? They just have to win and they're in? The 49ers win, they're in. Who are they playing? The, the, they're playing the Rams. I, I want the Niners to get in. <clears throat> For the sake of because you know, like I said, they're my dad's team, so yeah. I kind of wanted to get in because I want the possibility of the Niners and Cowboys playing in the NFC Championship like they did back in the eighties. So. Definitely. All right, so I'm gonna go with the Cardinals here. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos. The Chiefs are uh, still in contention for the uh, the number one spot, which is right now held by the uh, Titans. Which I might as well throw that up here right now. Here is the. Uh, this is the updated uh, tentative uh, bracket. 
Okay, so this is current. So, okay, so L.A., winner of the L.A. and the Rams <clears throat> would play the winner of Tampa and San Francisco. Not necessarily. Well, you got you to gotta remember the lowest seed will play the number one seed. So if Philadelphia, according to the schedule right now, were to win against the Rams, they would be the ones to play the Packers, regardless of who wins. And but then, th- again, this is this is subject to change because you never know who's going to uh, be forced out of the playoff uh, picture. Here's the scenarios. So based on the scenarios, the Colts have to win against the Jaguars, which I mean, let's be real, they should. Uh, or if they end up losing to the Jags, the Chargers, Steelers, and Patriots have to lose. The Chargers will win, which I'm I'm guessing that the Chargers and Raiders is going to be. Yep, the Ra- Chargers and Raiders have been flexed to uh Sunday Night Football. So that's going to be do or die. That that yeah. game's do or die. That that game is pretty much winning. You're in. I like uh, a little bit of divisional winner take all match. Or if the t- if they tie, the Chargers get it. I mean. I, I'm acting like Ty isn't even on there because I highly doubt they're gonna. Well, they had, if the Colts lose, then they have they could. Go I mean, we're not talking about Kenny Omega fighting Kazuchika Okada at Dominion 2017 kind of tie. Yeah, uh, the Raiders again uh, are going to be in the same situation as the Chargers. The Ravens have quite the scenario, so clearly they have to win. Second of all, they would need a. Uh, Browns lost to the Steelers. No, a win over the Steelers and to a Browns lost to the Steelers. Wait, what? Yeah, the Bengals and a Colts loss and four. So basically, they have not a, not much chance. Of yeah, that doesn't sound. Basically, as much as I'm saying there, there's not a chance they're getting in. Like them just winning is not going to be enough. No. Same thing they with the same thing happen. for the Steelers. The Steelers need a win over the Ravens and a Colts loss and no tie in the Raiders and Chargers. I feel like the Bengals are going to get in regardless. <clears throat> Bengals are already in. Okay, see there. Sorry. And Joe Burrow's not playing. He's going to rest Sunday? up. Yeah, he's not playing. He's oh, no. Rest. Well, that's smart. Yeah. Uh, and the NFC, the, the picture is a lot clearer. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers will just have to win. Or if they don't win, the Saints have to lose. And the Saints are playing the Falcons. And the, the Saints would have to beat the Falcons. And the Rams would have to beat the 49ers. So that's pretty much the uh, scenario for the a- NFC. Who, do, I have, do I trust the Niners to beat the Saints or the Falcons to beat the, the Niners Saints? To beat, I, I don't trust the Niners beating. Well, here's the thing. The Niners could beat the Rams. Do I, I was going to say, do I trust the Niners beating the Rams more they than I do beat, the Falcons beating the Saints? They can beat the Rams. The, the NFC West is weird like that. So let's look at some of the, Now, with all those in mind, going back to these games that actually matter, uh, I got the Chiefs beating the Broncos. I do too. Uh, Cowboys-Eagles doesn't matter. Bears-Vikings doesn't matter. Bengals-Browns doesn't matter. Colts-Jaguars. Do Colts-Jaguars matter? Yes, it does. Coast need to win. I think I got the coach winning. Yeah, I don't see that. 
the uh, Colts losing to the Jaguars. Yeah, so we're going there. Packers Lions doesn't matter. Steelers Ravens. This uh, these two teams are fighting to uh, have a chance. Uh, I'll go with the Ravens here. I'm gonna go Steelers. Even either way, I don't think it matters. Either way, I don't think either team is making it. The Titans. Uh, they need to win to uh, clinch that number one seed. Uh, they got the Texans. Titans are winning that time. Here's the thing. They still don't have Derrick Henry. And the and the Texans have been playing some solid football. I can see the Texans playing spoiler here. I'm going Texans. <sighs> football team Giants doesn't matter. 49ers Rams. 49ers Rams. I want the Niners to win here. I, I'm gonna say the Niners, dog. I'm gonna say, yeah. the, I'm gonna say the Niners win this one. Bucks Panthers doesn't really matter. Pats Dolphins. It would be fun here. I will say something about that. It'll be really funny if the Panthers beat the Bucks. I don't think they're really playing for anything, so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't play for them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just the look of oh, it'll be a lost, The Panthers beat the Bucks. It'll, it'll just. Only way I see the Panthers beating the Bucks is if, if the uh if they rest the starters that game. I'm just saying it'd be really funny. Uh, Patriots Dolphins doesn't matter. Saints Falcons. That's what I'm saying. Do we trust the Falcons to beat the Saints to ruin this for the Saints? I can see it happening. I can see it happening too. Yeah, remember division games are weird like that. And it's not like the it's not like the Falcons are, are trash. They're really in the way not. they were last year. They're really not. They're seven and nine. A lot better than a lot of people who thought they were going to be this year. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I got the Falcons winning. The 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 Niners may not need to win this game. I think the I think the Falcons are going to help the Niners get in. Which is crazy because then if the Falcons, especially if Ian Book is playing. Oh yeah, but if the Falcons end up, if the Saints end up, what you want? Yeah, look, no, I'll go with the Falcons because yeah, if they're playing Ian Book again, and yeah, yeah, they're uh, the last game, and this is the game that truly matters because this is going to be more than likely the game to decide who takes that seventh seed. Uh, Chargers, Raiders. Hmm. Well, now that the fact that the Raiders now have another player that's uh, been arrested for DUI. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going with Chargers here. I, I don't think the Chargers squandered at this moment. I wouldn't be surprised if they blow the Raiders out. I'm just saying. I can see this being a blowout. Definitely possible. You know what else was a blowout? Nice segue. <laughs> well, all right. Well, to... They were blowouts. Screw it. They were blowouts. So, Colin Cowherd said something very, very profound. I found, I saw it. I saw it on TikTok, and it made sense. Do you know what parity is? Yeah. Like equality. You know, he said we have to stop expecting parity in college football because it's a detriment to basically all of our sanities. And I think. I made that mistake. Me personally, I can't speak for everybody, but me, I kind of made that mistake. 
when I said, as I thought, I went with the mindset of any given Sunday or any given day. Cincinnati could beat Alabama. Which I still think Just like I'm also saying any given day, Georgia could probably beat Alabama. You know? I, I'm just, I'm kind of at the point where I just don't see it happening. I mean, I don't either, but at the same time, until it happens, you got to watch this. They'll got to play the game. Yeah, you know? but I understand they're still in there to push uh, because we all know that this this is the New England Patriots of college football. Right. Right. And, but the, th- the thing is, you got to stop expecting parity from it because they were, well, they're 13 of 1 now, but a 13 and 0. Cincinnati, and well, Cincinnati fans learn this a hard way. You're not the same as a twelve and one Alabama, yeah. as much as you want to be. Now, alternatively, it's not impossible because one thing we did find out that a twelve and zero UCF team is the same as a because they beat him, is the same as a, I think they were what, 11 and 1, 11 and 2 Auburn team. You know? But this and by Auburn the way, you, that Auburn Denver. team they beat in the Peach Bowl that year beat Alabama. Fair point. So, you know, I mean, it's worth it, it's, just, it's just weird how it all can happen because like you yeah. said it, it could in any other type of scenario you could have had a situation where since he found a way to beat Bama, but right. it just didn't it just didn't turn out that way the frustrating thing about it was like and one of the things that annoys me especially about college sports especially college football it seems like when a game starts a certain way the other the underdog team is playing a certain way where it, they doing a little bit of stuff but not really able to punch it in like the other team is it gets frustrating because you're thinking okay you reach a point where you're like all right there's no way they're gonna win because they it's like you're watching them give up but they're not right. giving up you know what I mean I hate watching that I hate I can't I can't tell you how much that frustrates me watching like a team like give up basically give up in the middle of the game and it like i said it doesn't look like they are because they're still trying to get first downs and get yards but it's like they're not really trying you know because they know it's over you know or they know the inevitability they're they're preparing for the inevitability of the inevitable loss i'm like no screw that punch it in you know which is why i'm watching that cincinnati game in particular Watching that game in particular, I was like, yo, why are they throwing the football? You know, now again, granted, they had a decent run game against it, and they were batting a lot of passes down. Alabama's OD line was. But I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you quit on that. No. You know, because you don't know. Because you don't know if you can co- if these guys can cover, if those Alabama DBs can cover or not. We, and we didn't find out the whole game, you know? Sure, we got a little bit of stuff, but, like, you know, Desmond Ritter barely ran the football. I was like, why is it Desmond Ritter running the football? Why are they calling more QB keepers? Or if he can't find anything, why is he taking off? Why isn't he doing – why isn't Cincinnati playing? 
the way that got them to 13 and 0. Regardless of the teams that are, they did the same thing against Notre Dame. Now, granted, Notre Dame is trash now, but it's still Notre Dame. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's still Notre Dame. You know, and that's the fact that they didn't play like that against them. And now, when it really matters, that was early in the season they beat Notre Dame. Now, when it really matters, you need to play that same way. And you didn't. And I don't think it's because Alabama was that so much overpowering. Granted, they were in certain aspects, but I, I I find it hard to believe that Alabama. I'm not saying now. I'm not saying Cincinnati threw a game. I don't believe that. No, I do believe. They got played, huh? They got out played. I, 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 I would say that. I can't even say that because it didn't feel like they were getting out played. If they were getting out played, they would have lost by a field goal. It would have been a shootout. Like, what's like? What happened to us on Sunday? Was getting outplayed. Well, they got outplayed to to a higher degree to where they just got destroyed. I mean, I think there was there was there were points. Outplay means different to me. Outplay to me means we went head to head, but you were just that much better than me. Okay, I see and, and how, you know what I mean. Like, well, we they went, got they got slapped. I wouldn't even call. It, they did. Granted, they did. It was like what twenty four six, right? <laughs> It was a lot. I'm not saying the score wasn't a lot, but like I would call that I would call that get outplayed. Outmatched sounds better. Okay. That outplayed. Because like I said, outplayed is what outplayed is what happened to Utah in the Rose Bowl against Ohio State. That was outplayed. Because that the final score of that game was 48 30 45. And it came down at the end. That's getting outplayed. Ohio State was just that much better than Utah. You know, that's getting outplayed. Like Cincinnati outplayed Notre Dame earlier in the year. Like Arizona outplayed us, outplayed the Cowboys on Sunday. It outplayed us because they were that much better. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the Michigan game, I don't know what to say about that. But from what I was saying, it didn't even look like Michigan had a passing game. Michigan you know? doesn't really didn't. I mean, Michigan wasn't really big in passing game anyway. I mean, exactly. McNamara was like, wasn't really the most consistent quarterback, right? But it it just seemed like I would think Cincinnati could have beat Michigan though if they played them. I think so. I think Cincinnati could have beat Michigan. Um. Yeah. But here we are again with Alabama, Georgia. At this point, Georgia's got to beat Bama. They have to. I don't. I don't know if they're going to. But Kirby, if I'm if I'm the AD or whoever's in charge of Kirby's of head coaching at Georgia, I'm like, you got to beat Bama. This is this is you got to do this to keep your job at this point for Kirby Smart. It's like with Harbaugh and Ohio State. Harbaugh finally beat Ohio State after how many years of being there? Like five, six years of being there. I played Ohio State and losing every time, and then he finally beat this year. Like this has to be – if Kirby Smart doesn't beat Alabama here, I, I, I'm letting you know. I'm bringing in somebody who can beat Bama. You know? Yeah. That's, that's just me. 
that's just me because because it's not like you have been here before. Because you had you faced Bama in the national title game a couple years ago and and lost in the worst way possible. Then you play them earlier this year, you get messed up in the SEC championship game. You gotta win it. You gotta win. If you have another shot at them, and not a lot of teams get two shots at Bama in the same season. You gotta beat them this time. I don't know what you need to do to tighten up, tighten up wherever you need to tighten up, but you gotta beat them this time if you're Kirby Smart. Georgia has to be Alabama this year. Again, that's not a guarantee to say, hey, or Isaac's picking, you know, Isaac's picking Georgia to be Bama. I'm saying they have to. They have to. Now, granted, also granted, I don't know if this is gonna cost Kirby Smart his job, but if it's me, if I'm in charge and he's had two shots to beat Bama and he doesn't do it, I don't know what to say. Because I'm pretty sure this is the only time he's had a chance to beat Bama. You know what I mean? Right. So. Has he beat Bama? Actually, while well, I think about it, I don't think he has. In his sixth year as head coach of the Bulldogs, he has won four. One, he won the SEC in 2017, and he lost to Bama. Yeah, he is 0 four in his coaching career against Bama. Not surprised. No, I'm not surprised either. But then again, according to uh, according to uh, the only coach, uh, the only coach to have beaten, uh, the only coach to beaten Nick Saban head to head, was uh, the coaches, I should say. Uh, Hugh Freeze when he was at Ole Miss beat Alabama. Kevin Sumlin when he was at Texas A and M, and when he had Johnny Manziel, they beat Alabama. Nick Saban in Alabama, and then uh, Gus Malzahn at Auburn beat Alabama. Nick Saban coached Alabama. But Kirby Smart is never. But then again, I heard that that uh, Kirby Smart, that any former coach that coaches against Nick Saban has yet to beat him. That includes Lane Kiffin. So, yeah. Any coach, any coach that is, yeah, any team that's coached under him has never, has never beaten him. But I will say this: I will say this to Kirby Smart after that game, after the, uh, the when they beat Michigan, he did get a he refused a Gatorade bath because he was like, no, we need to focus on the next game. Yeah, definitely. In fact, I just read a quote where he says, we're not focused on history. When asked about, you know, what are you going to do differently from the SEC championship game, he said, we're not focused on history. You know? So, I don't know what they need to do. I mean, Stetson Bennett seems like he has the tools to beat him. You know, he's got the the running ability and the, and the passing ability. No. I don't know what they need to do. I know for sure watching when I was watching some of that SEC championship game, I would watch some of that D-line when Bryce Young would start to take off. I'd watch some of those D-line guys for Georgia try to chase them. And they looked slow getting out of the gate, trying to pursue that guy. And it didn't look great. That's all I'm saying. 
You know, if you're going to beat Bryce Young for one FC and you got to pressure him, because that's how Auburn did. That's what Auburn did. Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. pressured him. They you pressured him just, and they collapsed the pocket around him, you know? Yeah, you got to pressure any, any quarterback you play against doesn't like pressure. So that's ne- that's that's rule number one. Right. So I'm saying they have the guard, they have the ends like come in and like form a box, and then eventually the guys on the inside will work their way and into blowing it up. You know, it also helps if you have some good say, some good uh, slot guys like nickel guys or dimebacks to come in off the to come in off the edge to bring speed off the edge. You know, yeah. Because one thing for sure, they don't get tired. Also, I really need if I really need this, they need to stop throwing shoulders into people and wrap up. Because that's one thing I saw watching that game was Cincinnati was not wrapping up. Oh, yeah. You, know? you got to wrap up, though. Now, granted, now, granted, what's his name? James Robinson, the right, the running back they had. He's a big dude. You know, he's probably not as big as Bo Scarborough, but he's still big. Or Derrick Henry, for that matter. But he's still a big uh, dude. The Jaguars, J- James Robinson? No, 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 no. There's another kid named Robinson for Alabama. Okay, okay. And, um... Um, his name is Brian Robinson, not James. Okay, Brian okay, Robinson. yeah, that sounds more like it. You know, he was he went in there, he was just running. He's a big deal. He was just running his shoulders through him. You know, I said, no, you gotta, you gotta, you can't just throw your shoulder into him, and especially when he's running through the hole. Don't throw your shoulder into him, like wrap up, or when you got about wide. You know, don't throw your shoulder into him, wrap him up. You know. I get his legs or hit him in that midsection, you know? But speaking of open field, shout out to the Cowboys who are really work like we have some really good open field tackling. Like I love watching that. Get a guy one on one. We get guys one on one and they able to make the play. Love that. So but, I got two yeah. things. I got two There's so much, so much out. Georgia needs to do if they want to be Bama. Oh, like yeah, I said, definitely. And that's Monday, right? Yes, that's this coming Monday. Yeah. They have to beat them. Georgia has to beat Bama. They um, have to beat them. So I got two things from Red of the Dip Out. Uh, shout out to Drake Words. Uh, and I know a lot yes. of people don't oh, care big, for. Big shout, big shout out to Drake Words. And, uh, before, I, before we forget off of that, shout out to Rad Rob as well. Yes. Drake Words and Rad Rob, big shout out to y'all. Uh, actually, Drake Words, uh, I tagged him and told him thank you. He actually uh, responded back to me. So I appreciate the, uh, the love song from them on their podcast, uh, Uncanceled. Uh, they were they reacted to our video of us talking about his uh, his first interview. Uh, post WWE release, I've listened to two of them. I can't remember exactly which interview that was, but the most recent one I listened to uh, came from <laughs> He Loves Wrestling. Uh, check that out. He talks about a lot of the things, same thing he talked about there, and one of the things, and he really got deep into it and talked about a lot of the stuff that he believes in. And um, again, perspective is not always what you think it is. Your perspective is not mine, mine is not yours. 
So that's that is my motto going into this the rest of this year. I if I see something that I don't remotely agree with on on surface, I want to dig deeper into why people think the way they do in, instead of just flat out saying I disagree with you, so I'm going to attack you. Cause I've grown to understand that that does absolutely nothing. So once again, I I, I appreciate the the love show from Rad Rob and drink words, man. I because I I went to the gym Friday because I, I had my rental car because I I was waiting in my new whip uh to get delivered to me and I, I got in the car and I saw right before I put my phone in because I was getting ready to put on CarPlay I saw that I had a message on YouTube and Rob was like yeah I'm gonna uh I, I showed this drink words because I said in the video that he wasn't gonna hear it which he says no I'm hearing it now and so I was like oh snap so I was like so as soon as the video dropped if you want to check it out it's the uh, most recent episode uh, the forty minute mark. He they watched the entire video, reacted to it. Uh, it was it was great to hear. Put us um, over hard, man. Put, put us, us over big time, huge. bro. Huge. And like I said, you don't have to. And, and, and even listening to him talking with uh, Duke Love's wrestling, I don't think Drake wants everybody to wholeheartedly agree with everything he says. Like I know Isaac's not really. A guy that that listens to us a lot, a lot of of the uh, conservative Republican libertarian sides. I would listen to more of them than I do listen to the left. But I, I well, to be honest, I don't listen to either. Yeah, I've found myself listening more to the right as of lately. Now I, I'm not. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Republican. I don't listen but to either. I just, I just I listen more of the more of the center, more of the people that try to give you more of less opinion, more information is my thing. Let me form my opinion. Just tell me what the facts are, and then I will go. I will take my opinions based off what you're giving me. I don't want to hear your like when we talked about the uh, the situation that happened up in Michigan. I said I don't care about your your talking points right now. I, stop your talking points. What are the facts here? Let me determine what I believe is the issue. And, and, the and that's issue, how I believe. That's what I believe. Issue, I, I don't care about your talking points. And the issue of that, you're talking about the most recent school shooting up there, right? Yeah. Which the is issue the issue of that is, was is an idiot and his idiot parents. Basically. <laughs> that was the main issue. The main issue was you had a, a kid do something stupid and his parents tried to cover it up and made themselves look stupid and incriminate them. No, all no, no, they didn't make themselves look stupid. They just look stupid. They no, they, they didn't look stupid. They were stupid. Yeah, they're all screwed basically. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's that's all my whole thing that I You should get them on the pod. About. Ooh, I should try that. So I'm, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get uh Rob see if I can set something up with that because that would be dope, man. And I and I know I, I know a lot of people are still gonna like when people actually get a whiff of the fact that oh if we if we would have Drake Works on our show, I already know that people are gonna be mad because I know people were mad at Duke. Duke had Chasing Rance up there, and everybody thought it was always oh, an endorsement of Chasing Rance. 
not knowing that he had Chase and Rance up there, and then Chase and Rance said that AEW had used their his rings. That went over everybody's head. That was uh that was said on Duke's on Duke's uh, three part podcast, and then they got mad at him because he had Drake Rance up there. Because they were calling him because one person kept saying, "Oh, you had a racist on your show." It's like nothing that I've seen or heard about Duke about Drake showed me, "Oh, he's a racist." When he talked because he talked about BLM on Duke's podcast, and the first thing he said before Duke could even stopped, he was like, "I don't like the BLM organization." He immediately said, "Organization." And I was like. Usually, when somebody says BLM, what when a white person who speaks against BLM, they don't they don't initially say the organization, right? But he he immediately said organization for Duke could even stop him. And I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the links to the podcast. And that and when I noticed that, I was like, you know what? He sees what I see. I've seen it. And now I know that a lot of people who speak out against it, they're not talking about the idea the idea of Black Lives Matter. They're speaking out against this organization, this global organization, because I do understand that there are certain subgenres of BLM that are not doing the things that the global is doing. There are some that are working hard in the community to end violence. Violence, period. Not just a unarmed black man being shot by a police, but just violence, period. I, you, and you know what I'm saying, violence, yeah, period. Yeah. I'm not going to use the word that everybody likes to use and likes to debate over. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, that's it for that. The last thing I do want to bring up we lost a legend, dog. We we know we talked about last week. We lost a legend in uh John Madden. In John Madden. Oh my gosh, my cousins won't shut up. What is going on? I got like 25 messages from my cousin. What's going on? Oh, they're 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 frying my cousin. Okay, cool. Um shut up! I got they're on. frying you? No, they're frying my other cousin. Uh. That's where we just crack jokes with each other all the time. And like I know nobody hears it, but I have a bit like the, the ringer is going off my ear and like bing. I gotta do like cool. Um, but recipes to Betty White dog. And you know it made it made me so mad because a song that came out, it, it was a song that popped up in my head yesterday. And I know you probably have heard it because it's another one of those weird rap songs. It's called Jesus. Jesus is the one I have depression. <laughs> it's called what? <laughs> I don't know, make, make sure I'm reading read the right words. But I'm pretty sure I know the initial name of the song is Jesus is the one. Hold on. It's called Jesus is the one I got depression by Zach Fox, produced by Kenny Beats. <laughs> Which shout out to Kenny Beats, I like Kenny Beats. Uh, but uh, before he drops into the second part of the beat, he says, "R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead, but for what she does." 
And this was uh this was made in uh 2019. Wait, is this the dude who said who said RP the better pray? Yeah, he's like, you better praise God. I'm gonna shoot you on some God. I ain't praying about <laughs> that guy. <laughs> is he also the same dude that said he said RP Betty White, she ain't dead, but she, yes, that's the, that's that's the song. Well, he said she ain't dead, but, but something else. But she she ain't dead, but for for what she does. Uh, it was two years before the whole thing, and she died, what, 18, 17 days before her birthday. She was on the way to turn 100 years old, dog. The, uh... But it, that that's life, dog. People, as, soon, as, soon, as sure as you're here, as sure as you got to go. Uh, Toby and Weeway released a good song called Passing Through. I still don't know if I'm ready to listen to him yet. Uh, it, it just popped up and I, and I was just curious, honestly. Uh, it was out of mere curiosity. And it'll probably be a few months before I, before I say, all right, I'll check it out. That's fair. I, I mean, I, I don't even listen to uh, Travis Scott anymore, though. I I, ha- I forget I have. So, I don't listen so to Travis I- Scott anymore. And I don't listen to Uzi no more. Once I start seeing things that I don't like, should I delete Travis Scott from my playlist? No, all, all the demonic stuff that I saw at his concert was like, yeah, I can't rock with this no more. And then the more I kept thinking about Uzi and then saying his name, I was like, yeah, I can't rock with that either. I mean, I'm never rock with Lil Uzi Vert to be honest. I mean, just his name just just doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. Like, I mean, I I was I. <laughs> I've been saying that. So, hold on. I'm uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Like, I'm definitely in my Run the Jewels bag right now, and I've listened to all their songs, like as many, well, all my favorite songs by them, as many as possible. But really trying to go to that concert. I need Smino to go ahead and drop this album. Speaking of which, let's see if I can find any new music uh, coming out. I need out this Muse week. to drop an album too. They have a drop once of Simulation Theory three years ago, which is really good. That was pretty good. I need Wavalby. Did you listen to? Uh, did you listen to the GTA uh, soundtrack? I did. It was good, and then it was deleted from title. I, I need to see if it's still on uh, Spotify. You should be, because they said that's where it released. Released on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Well, so basically, I'm seeing some of the uh, these are looks like some of the prospected albums that are supposed to drop this uh, year. Hold on, wait, what two? Kodak Black's back in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Kodak Black is back in jail after Trump just pardoned him. Uh trespassing. (laughs) Who shiesty pleaded guilty to uh gun charges or whatever? Not surprised. Oh wow, weekend's supposed to drop an album uh, this week. 
no, that's something else. Uh, next week is looking like uh, Corday. Yeah, that there you go. From a bird's eye view, supposed to be dropping next week. Ian Dior is dropping something cool. That's uh, Earth Games dropping Ghetto Gods in, uh, on the 28th, uh, which is also J. Cole's birthday. Kyle is dropping an album also on the 28th. 20, 20 <laughs> is looking like a good day for me. Earth Game and Kyle, I'll take that. Uh, so to, to be some TBAs, Westside Boogie, Snoop Dogg are dropping albums. Uh, both of their albums are TBA. Uh, Lil Durk, Kehlani, and uh, Two Chains are supposed to drop albums. Two Chains is supposed to be dope. Don't sell itself. So far, uh, ooh, Saba's dropping an album on the fourth of January, of fourth of February. I need more. I, I was kind of depressed because I didn't see any Griselda dropping anything soon. I know Conway's dropping on the twenty fifth. What of what? What's he dropping? Uh, the twenty fifth of February is uh evidently uh Conway's dropping God don't make mis- God don't make mistakes. He's was supposed to get in the Liz too coming out soon. Uh, I'm just looking at some of these. Uh, Five Dog is dropping. Uh, evidently Five Dog is get, having a posthumous album dropping on the twenty second of uh March. They still going to. Uh, let's see any other names. JID is supposed to be dropping Forever Story. I thought that was supposed to drop last year, but I'm waiting on that. Uh, any other names up here? TI is supposed to be dropping something this year. Wiz Khalifa and Juicy J is supposed to be dropping uh, a collab album. I don't care about uh, Travis Scott. I don't care about Clay- I don't care about Playboy Cardi. Lil Wayne evidently is supposed to be dropping three albums this year. Three projects. Dedication 7, I'm Not a Human Being 3, and Carter 6. Huh. Yeah, that thing is not on title. Kendrick Lamar evidently is supposed to be dropping the album this year. Thank you. It's not on title. Somebody lied to me. Twitter lied to me. How about Eminem, that? Evidently, Eminem has his uh, name in the list for uh, to be announced. Well, Eminem drops when Eminem drops. Like nobody, nobody, nobody knows when he drops. Like you wake Daddy up one Brian. morning and it's there. That's oh. literally how it was for the last. Like I went to work. I was at when I I worked the night shift <sighs> for security. I walked in, checked my phone at midnight, and Kamikaze dropped. You know. Like I woke up one morning and then music to be murdered by was dropped. So, and then part two dropped, and it was all phenomenal. It's all great. But uh, that's all I got, dog. Yeah, I need to find me some dinner. Same. Same. All I know is J.I.D. Harriet dropped his album, fam. I need, we, we ready. The streets been ready. I need more run. I'm, I need. I know. I need more run the jewels, please. I need a RTJ five. Smino, uh, Smino as well. I need. I need an album. I need you to go on tour and everything. I'm trying to hit a Smino concert. And Danielson and Paige is going to start. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I didn't want it to, but it is. Also, Maki Ito is the new is once again international princess champion. Hey. For Tokyo Joshi Pro. Great match. She beat uh Hikari Noah. She's winning matches. I'm proud of her. Yep. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get on out of here. Peace, love, and pop stars. As always remember. Actually, drink this, water. Hold on. I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk with you, but off air. All right. We out of here. <laughs>